0: Only thing i is
1: Forgotten Seasons. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Forgotten Seasons. This is your host, Dylan Dreyfus. Today, we're doing a championship season, 1994 Rockets, with their starting two-man, the infamous Mad Max, Vernon Maxwell. The Rockets started off the season a blistering 15-0, which, at the time, was an NBA record. They finished the season 58-24, two-seed in the West, Of course, the nucleus of that success is Hakeem, just ridiculous, wins his first and only MVP, wins Defensive Player of the Year for the second straight season, his stat line, a casual 27 points per game, 12 rebounds a game, 3.7 blocks, 1.6 steals, and 3.6 assists. Nobody else in history has put up those numbers. That's just Hakeem for you, there's really not much else to say. Supporting cast around Hakeem, Kenny Smith at the 1, Vern at the 2, Robert Ory at the 3, and Otis Thorpe at the 4. Rookie Sam Cassell and Mario Ellie providing the spark off the bench. Playoffs, they get past Portland in round 1 and 4. Round 2 against Phoenix, the defending Western Conference champs, Charles Barkley. Houston goes down 2-0 at home in that series, but miraculously comes back to win that series in 7. Max scores a pivotal 34 points in game 3 Western Conference Finals. They beat Utah in 5 and then the finals, they got the gritty, tough, physical Knicks Houston ends up winning that one in 7. 93-94 is the first Jordanless year of the 90s. Mike announces his retirement right before the season, sending the sports world into a frenzy. You'll hear Mad Max say what that was like and also his thoughts on how the Rockets would have matched up against the Bulls in the finals. I think you can guess what Max is thinking. Reminder to drop a rating and a review on the podcast. We are going to jump into it now. Forgotten Seasons with Vernon Maxwell on the 1994 championship winning Houston Rockets begins right now. Mad Max, Vernon Maxwell. How you doing today, man?
0: Hey, man, I'm blessed, man. Thanks a lot, man. I'm just I'm blessed.
1: Man. So we're getting into it. 94 Houston Rockets. Uh, I hate to start. With Michael Jordan but if we're going back to that time 93 94 the headline of the basketball world and really the sports world as we lead into this season is Michael Jordan announcing his retirement from the game fresh off a three-peat you know you and Jordan always had an interesting relationship fierce competitors do you remember where you were when you heard that news and what your initial reactions were I don't know I think I'm maybe probably was in a bar or something (laughs) <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know.
0: I think it was somewhere like that. But um yeah, it was weird and I mean, I didn't believe it. I didn't think it was gonna happen, but you know, I thought it was a hoax or something. But um and it did happen, but um yeah, but uh, it was it was just yeah, I was in a bar somewhere and I thought it was weird that he was retired. And I didn't understand why. I I, I I I don't know if he was tired. I I didn't know what his reasoning was. I don't know what that was.
1: It was just weird. So sort of going into the brief oral history of the Rockets leading up to this season, you joined the team in 89, 90, and there's some consecutive years where you guys fall short 89, 90 first round exit to the Lakers, 90, 91, another first round exit to the Lakers 91, 92, you missed the playoffs. And around this time, you know, the star of the team, Hakeem, Starts to butt heads a little bit with the front office. Some weird reports going ar- around, allegations from the front office to Hakeem that he was faking an injury, trying to renegotiate his contract. What do you remember from your first three, four years in Houston? Was there any frustration growing within the locker room as you guys sort of kept falling short with, with a solid team?
0: Well, like you said, in 89, I mean... Lakers, yeah, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul Jabbar, James Worthy. I mean, come on now, they they had a smoker, we just fell in the wrong spot, mm-hmm. you know, that year, you know. Um, and the next year, once again, fell in the wrong spot again against the Lakers, again. So, uh, we got some bad draws, of, of, you know. I guess we didn't play. And then we figured it out, though. I guess we we weren't playing like we should have been playing. So we fell like the eighth or seventh or something like that. And, and we had to play one of the better teams in the conference. And, and we knew we wasn't going to meet the Lakers in a seven-game series. So, But then we learned and we built. And, and they kept the, the core of our team together. Mm-hmm. And, and then they brought, you know, Rob and Sam and Mario and, you know, and all those guys like that in that um, to the team. And, and then, and they kept the core though, Mean Dream, oldest Thorpe, you know, and Kenny Smith had came on, you know. So, and then, so we, we, we kind of learned and we built from all those losses when we, and then we kind of knew what we had to do. Like in 92, 93, 94, we knew what we had to do going into it because we already done, had all these heartaches. Like the two the two seasons we lost to the Lakers in the first round. And then the one year we came back and didn't even make it. And then the next year we knew we knew what we had to do. So that's why we started out so good. I think we went twenty-two and one, twenty
1: 20. Um, yep, one of those. 20, twenty-two and one.
0: Yeah. So and we knew what we had to do so in order for us to get one of those top seeds and what we can have home court advantage all the way through. And so we had learned through all those mistakes that we had made from those early years. And Kept the core together and then we just built from that and got good. But unfortunately, we had got some real good ball players Robert Ori, mm-hmm. Sam Cassell, and, and Mario, and, and other guys too. You know, I, I, I'm, I hope I didn't forget, but yeah, a lot of other guys too. So, but then and, and then and we got a good seed and then we got home court advantage. And, but they said it wasn't no good, our championships ain't no good because damn, Mike wasn't there. So, but
1: I that's a whole other story. That's a a whole nother story. Sort of talking about the construction of the team, you mentioned a lot of the the main guys. It's you, Kenny, Hakeem, Ori, Otis Thorpe, Mario Eli, uh, Rudy T at the helm. For younger fans, fans that that weren't there at that time, how would you describe your brand of basketball? What did the leaders of the team preach? What What did Coach T preach? How did you guys try and approach your games, your matchups every night?
0: Well... Rudy T, just, you know, all he, we just, we never tried to deviate from what we were doing. You know, we don't adjust to nobody. Y'all gonna adjust to us, to what mm-hmm. we're doing. That's what we, that's the way he coached. And, and that's why I liked it. I mean, because we already, we knew what we was going in, we knew what we was going in to do uh, when we were going to play. We, didn't have, it, it was no different adjustments for nobody. I don't care who he is, Michael Jordan. I don't care. Kareem Abdul, Jabbar, Magic John, we we was gonna go out and play the same way we played everybody. So everybody knew their assignments and it was simple that way. And then and then he gave you so much freedom, Rudy. You know, whoever gets hot, you know, um, we all know we're going down the stream. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna milk it. We're gonna milk stream. we're gonna milk him, we're gonna we're, man, huh? Yeah, I mean, you're gonna have to stop him. But then once you do stop him, and you gotta send a man to double, then we got three guys out there just waiting to knock your damn head off. I mean, ready to just knock your damn head off. I mean, some first shooters was out there. I wasn't a damn first shooter, but I know the, mo- <laughs> the other motherfuckers around me. They <laughs> were some damn first shooters. I'll just a motherfuckers just just I'll just I I wield the damn ball in the back. I don't know.
1: Hey, but you're like, so, you're. You're selling your you're selling yourself a little bit short.
0: <laughs> yeah, but well, I could shoot it, man. Now nah, I could shoot it. But we were just wait. We couldn't. We 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 just was relishing just to, for a motherfucker to go down there and double team, dream where we can just knock your goddamn head off. So that's what we. So, but we had. We I mean we 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 figured out we figured it out, man. But that's what we were trying to do.
1: Hmm. Yeah, you guys finished first in three-point makes and attempts. Is that all just the the effect of the gravity of Hakeem in the post? Or are you guys is is Rudy T sort of preaching shoot the ball from deep during a time where there weren't many teams willingly jacking up threes?
0: Well, that's what we were built on. You know, we were inside out first. You know, I mean, we're gonna go inside the dream, and like I said, and we just, make an adjust. we just make the adjustments. You double dream. And once we got dream willingly wanting to pass out the double teams instead of shoot over the double team and stuff like that, that's when we became a better team, you know, when, mm-hmm. when he started doing that. But, um, but eventually he finally started doing it, and, and we became a better team because of the fact that he was throwing it out of double teams. And, and it was making the game easier for us, and we just find the open guy in the perimeter making an extra pass or whatever do whatever it takes and whatever it may be and we a lot of open threes man i mean i was taking them i think i i don't know i was a winning time like two i think i was having like 10 11 12 threes a game i don't know i was just jacking. that's all i was just jacking
1: it's fun like, it must so, be fun oh
0: so, yeah man he preached it though he wanted it he, i mean you know to keep him off the dream he wanted us to take all those threes so i was taking mm-hmm. a bunch of them
1: what was it about Rudy T that, that made him such an enjoyable coach to play under? I mean, hear yourself talk highly of him. Talk to Steve Francis, another guy that played under him. Uh, what about Rudy T, you know, made him such a player's coach?
0: Man, like I said, man, I don't, I don't care um, what day or what night it is. If it's your day or it's your night and you on, you hot, dream when I step to the side, he's going to let you go. Rudy T is a players coach, man. I mean, the coolest dude, man. One of the, besides my high school coach, Rick Swain, um, Rudy T is one of the, the best coaches probably I ever played for in my life. I mean, I, and that's crazy to say because I was my NBA coach, you know what I mean? And, um, man, I mean, cool as a fan, man. I mean, let you be yourself. I just want you to go out and compete and play hard. And if you do that, and he don't have you don't have problems. I mean, he won't say shit to y'all. I don't damn, what you do off the floor, on the floor. He ain't gonna say, just as long as you playing hard and trying to do it the way he asked you to do it, he's he gonna let you be your stuff, man. That's that's the thing. What that's what I know. That's what Stevie Francis say about it. Mm-hmm. I'm sure Latino Mobley will say the same thing about it. Everybody, man, say about it. Mario, Sam, all of us, man. Kenny, he just just let you play and let you be
1: yourself. Oh, that's great. Uh, shifting, shifting right back to Hakeem. This is his first and only MVP season. I think when you you go back to the books, I don't think there's a player, you know, maybe since Wilt and the players that played in the stone ages, that, that could fill the stat sheet like Hakeem. I know that it's been, you know, 30 or so years since you played with him and maybe memories fade, but is there one, instance game memory performance from hakeem that sticks out to you
0: just uh, i mean the game when we played against san antonio uh, in that playoff game we had david robson when they he's seen david robson get that championship uh, that uh, mvp yeah. trophy <laughs> after the year after the year he had just got it and and he just went crazy i mean that's when we went in there, and then we beat them uh, Spurs, and that was unbelievable. That performance, he put on David Robinson there, man. I mean, he had that boy jumping up and down like he was in a popcorn. That was crazy as hell what he did to him. All the up and unders and all that shit, some shit had, I had never really seen, you know, but I, he was really in a he was in a different mode that damn They shouldn't have let that man got that damn close before that game because he ate his ass up. That's the one I'm talking about. I remember that one.
1: The most. No, there. I love it. You said popcorn machine. I mean, those times yeah. you go back today, and shit. it was like, <laughs> shit, barbecue chicken. That's what we. Got. <laughs>
0: I know, yeah, no, yeah, he's like jumping. He's just jumping everywhere, and Dream was just pop, up and on under and shit. I'm like, whoa man, God, damn Dream, chill, man, chill.
1: What was your What was your relationship like with Dream? Because I uh, I know that you, know, you guys had a great relationship, but. It also got, got heated sometimes. I heard the story where he slapped you upside the head one time in the locker yeah. room. Well, you know, I think we, we obviously see the highlights of Dream and know the player that he is, but he's not the guy that's stuck around in the limelight. I don't think people really know too much about, you know, Hakeem, the person outside of the basketball floor.
0: Yeah, he ain't going
1: to let you into his life his, and his uh, thanks where
0: when he's off the court, you know, thing's mm-hmm. gonna, he's going to just play and then he's going to disappear. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna see him until he comes back to the gym. He's not. You ain't gonna see nothing else, you know. But um, great relationship. I mean, had our differences. Uh, I mean, you know, of course, you know, I'm, you know, do some crazy shit. And, you know, and the teammates gonna be, you know, telling me, "Come on, Max, come on back home now." Goddamn, now this ain't just about you. It's about to put the name on the front, not the back of the damn jersey. So come on back home. You know, so uh, but um, uh, other than that, but me and Dream, we were cool, man. Um, I was, I mean, tried to convert me over to be Muslim. Uh, that didn't work. Uh, nah, I thought about it <laughs> real seriously though, because I felt like it was probably could have helped me with my, I mean, they said it calms you and 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 get my demeanor and and you know, I mean, so it probably would have helped me. I mean, and I probably wouldn't. I stayed out a lot of shit like yeah. I was in all the time. So yeah. I, I probably should have took a chance and looked at it, but I, but I, I didn't. Know. But um, other than that, but he was a cool guy. I mean, you had to know him to love him, you know what I mean? Because if you didn't, you, you'd think he was kind of different because he won't say nothing to nobody. He's just totally to himself. And, but a real cool guy, man. I, I, I love Dream Man. I like a big older brother to me, man. I mean, I mean if it wasn't for Dream... I don't think a lot of things that's happening for me right now today and while I was playing wouldn't be happening. So I'm, I'm appreciative of, you
1: know, I mean. Shout out to Hakeem. Shout out to Hakeem for real. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Zooming out, looking at the, the shooting guard position, obviously Jordan is gone. That's probably the matchup that you you looked forward to and sort of circled every year going up against Mike. When he was out of the league, who were the other guys on the wing that, you know, that you just enjoyed competing against? Yes.
0: There's some killers out there, man. Like shit, John Starks, uh,
1: shit, mm. uh, Mitch Richmond,
0: shit, uh, Roslyn Petrovich, God bless you, um, God bless him, uh, Reggie Miller, uh, man, God damn, I mean, I just, oh man, I'm, I I'm miss, I I'm miss guys, man. I mean, I mean, shit, uh, shit, Spraywell, uh, Steve Smith, man. I'm just, just good, God, man. I mean. Every night at the shooting guard position when I was playing the league, man, it was not no nights off, man. I mean, literally. It was not no nights off, man. I had to strap up every night at the shooting guard position. And then you got to understand, I'm 6'4", too, now. Mm-hmm. And I was like 100 and shit, probably 190 pounds. And he's I was Reggie Millers and all these boys, Michael Jordan, they're six seven, six six, 6'6", and they, well, Reggie's not. But these guys, two hundred and eighteen pounds, and you know, 215, 213. fifteen, two hundred thirteen. I'm one ninety six four all. I mean, so I had to be a little different out there playing at the two guard position when I played, man. That's why I was, you know, I had to play the way I played because if I wouldn't a man, I I would have got abused.
1: If you could pick one, two, or three man from that era, omitting Jordan, that you could have played with, who would it have been?
0: run tmc I, I like i like the way run tmc was playing out there. Mm. i like that um get mullen, um, mullen or mish yeah, richmond mullen, in there yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah with, with hardaway mm. and um, um, um who else um you say without mike um and you know what this is this is probably funny but with John Stockton and them. I was I was
1: like I, I, I was gonna wait until we got to Utah. Yeah, you, with you Big Mark just- Eaton and
0: them motherfuckers and shit. Yeah, mm. yeah, Carl Malone. Yeah, that's yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed that shit. Yeah, that right there, and um, I know that's weird. Um, and and then you know they brought Miami um, Heat team back in the late '80s, so. I'd love to play mine shit, you know, Goddamn, I'd love to do that. So just play with the mind more. Just because I'd have
1: been living in mind, So you gotta yeah. wake up with that shit with that shit, we wouldn't love that shit. You gotta wake up with that shit No, no income come tax. On, come on, man,
0: no income tax. No, man, just, oh man, what the hell? I'm gonna drink a drink of wine that shit. <laughs>
1: cheers to that um so going into the season i mean you, you hit on it quickly you guys start f- 15 and 0 that broke the record i think it was like 1948 yeah. i mean what do you what do you remember just from that start to the season you're buzzing and you're just not losing games
0: well we could tell during the during the training camp when we went down to a small ass gym that rudy teaches to take us down in galveston texas out there on the mm-hmm. water on the beach in galveston to take us to this little small ass little gym. It's hot as hell, like a damn heat box. Mm-hmm. And um, we, 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 like I told you, we, we never deviate. We never like change at what we're doing. I mean, we do the same shit year in and year out. We so we knew already what we were gonna do in training camp. We all, like I told you, we had already been together. The core was there, and they brought those younger guys in, Sam. Mario and I'm uh, not Mario. He wasn't uh, Sam and, and Rob and mm-hmm. then Mario and all those guys. So we already knew what we we've been doing this shit so long. We had been together for like five years, man. He was just don't understand that how long the core had been together. So, and then we added those guys and then, and then we had a great training camp down there in the hot ass little gym. I mean, a great training camp. And then we just came out just beating everybody ass, man. I mean, I mean, but we we was like a well-oiled machine early. We were playing like we was the mid-season form. I mean, I mean, we had been together so long. We already knew what everybody wanted to do. What everybody liked to do what my fuckers don't like to do, my So we already knew, you know. So and we know to put your ass at it when we when we. I mean, it was just it was it was so easy. And then, it, I mean, it, I I. I couldn't, I didn't believe it, that we was winning all over, I was like, well, damn, Now we finna lose one of these motherfuckers, god damn, I mean, we just kept winning, and winning, and when we went to New York, they were talking shit in New York, you know, talking about, you know, um, they're not going to win up here. so we went up there and smacked their ass up in New York, you know, and that's when I know, I said, damn, man, we for real, we went up in there and did that, I said, because everybody was anticipating that game, that was going to be a loss for us, and but yeah, I knew it was going to be a game that we, that we, that we lost to a team that we lost to was, you know, and it was damn Atlanta Hawks and shit, you know, we, you know, in Atlanta, like, you get caught up down there, but we, you know, we was, my mother, but we was in them streets Atlanta, like, oh, yeah, was Ma- was, was, in Atlanta night was,
1: before. Was, was Magic City around back then? Yeah, come on, man. You know
0: that, man. And that's my man. Magic City was around. Yeah, that's my spot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was open. So, but yeah. Uh, but, uh, but, yeah, we just knew it was going to be a special season, man, when we started like that. But we knew it from training camp, the way we held together. I mean, so fast. It was, it was like midseason season
1: So the way the season shakes out, you end up as the two seed. If you go down the west, it's Seattle at one, you at two, Phoenix at three, San Antonio at four, Utah at five, Golden State at six. All those teams won 50 or more games. Bloodbath in the west. What do you remember from just those Western Conference battles, and who was the one team that uh, you you viewed as the biggest threat in the West?
0: Seattle, they the ones, the only team we couldn't beat. That's why we, that's why they were going to the, they were going to the, um, to the finals because we were, we we couldn't beat Seattle. They matched up so well with us. I mean, I mean, it was like a was like a big brother man I mean big brother little brother match I mean they matched up so well with us man those guys man and we just couldn't beat them I mean we'll get I mean we'd be winning the game the whole game we just couldn't finish them off man we just couldn't beat them man we always go to game seven just couldn't beat them and they always have home court advantage. but it was got it was it was crazy that year because in the playoff if you remember um Goddamn, Denver knocked him off in the first first round. Well, round. I was celebrating like a motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, "Yes, this motherfucker has gone now." I'm, man, we got, we got. I, That's when I knew. When I seen Denver beat them, I knew we were going to the finals that year. And I had, I said, I, I can remember what I'm thinking. And I, I, I damn, I'm telling, and I, and that's what I was thinking when I saw that shit happen when Matumbo laid on the ground with that motherfucking ball. And then I was like, God damn, we're going to the finals.
1: That's what I had said. So, yeah. How is, uh, that, that was that? Um, that was a blessing. For us. How was competing against GP? I mean, where does he rank in the, in the upper echelon of, of shit talkers? I know you, you talked a lot of smack Garrett, back in your day. Garrett, where, do, where does GP rank? Gary
0: talks some shit, you know. Gary was a shit
1: talker, you know. Gary was a shit talker,
0: you know. Um, shit. Uh, Oh uh, man, Jay—he's a shit talker, man. I, I, yeah, Gary's a shit talker. I ain't gonna say too much more about it, but he, nah. he, he, But yeah, he's a—he was a shit talker. OGP. Yeah, OGP. Yeah, he, GP. yeah OGP. Yeah, OGP. He's, he's funny though.
1: He's a funny guy. Yeah. Then going into the playoffs, two seed take care of business in Portland in round one. You have a great series. Then, then you have Phoenix defending Western Conference champs. They got Charles Barkley. You guys go down 2-0, drop the first two games at home. Historically, when that happens, you drop the first two games of a series at home. You're screwed, right? Season's over, over. So how do you sort of stay positive? I know you have that legendary game in game three, dropping 34. But what's that locker room? What's that plane trip? Like, you're going on the road now down 2-0. Just yeah, take man. us into the, into the locker room inside the huddles. Who's saying yeah. what? How do you stay positive there?
0: You know, it was all me. It was all me. I'm crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm on the plane. You know, they called us Choke City before we left out of Houston. You know, we, we, we saw the, the headline for the paper was going to be next. The, the, the next day, they had already let us know. And it, it was called us Choke City. Mm-hmm. So, and so and um so I was like, damn, they call us choke city and we heading out here to Phoenix. We got our ass beat. We had two 18, 20 point, we had an eighteen point lead and we had a twenty point lead in both of those games at home and we lost both of them damn games. I mean, it was crazy. And then and so and then we are flying out there and everybody was in, you know, just like it was like a damn you know, But shit, not with me. I'm I'm on that motherfucker. I'm I'm doing what I always do. Give me a damn beer, uh, baby girl. Let me get <laughs> something to drink on this motherfucker. You know, and everybody, you know, I think I remember hearing somebody say, Man, I got down getting ready for my damn vacation spot. And I was like, Oh yeah, whatever, but shit. I, I wasn't I wasn't thinking like that. I was being myself, my normal self. And really wasn't a lot of people wasn't saying that. Was, a lot of, you know, they were down, a lot of the guys were down, you know, but I said, "Shit, I'm gonna go out there." Like I told everybody, you know, I mean, the team, you know, shit. I'm gonna go out. I'm going down shooting, you know, I mean, fuck it, you know, I mean, we ain't got nothing to lose. But the first half, I was, shit, I don't think I had number like two points or something. The first half, I was shooting a lot of blanks out there, and then the second half, I just kept saying, "I'm," I said, I was gonna go down shooting, and I seen one go in, and then that's what started. I think I had like 31, uh, 30. Thirty-two in the damn second half, and and lit their ass up. We won that game, turned the series around. Then I said after that game, I told Dream, "All right, now Dream, now shit, here we go, game four. We got to win one more, goddamn now." I'm, now I'm gonna pass you the key back, huh? Here you go, now we need you now. Go on, take back over this damn stairs, and then Dream went to work out It was a wrap. It was a wrap. And that's how we won. We won that series, man. Uh, I don't know who we played in Texas. Who we played? Oh, uh, I wonder and... who. <laughs> God damn, Utah. Hey, you, who Brent, yeah, Utah. Who we played? Utah? Utah, really,
1: yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I know it's all over and you've talked about it a lot, so I don't want to beat a dead horse, but I get the sense that you enjoy talking about your, 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 your times at Utah when you came out on top. Can you just paint the picture for – where your feelings towards Utah come from?
0: <laughs> well, see these motherfuckers out there, but first of all, I mean, this is weird out there, first of all. I mean, I mean, my getting married, shit, different, why all fucking three, four, five wives, who does that shit? I mean, god damn! I mean, I like what I like that shit now. God damn! I ain't knocking it, but god damn, who does that? Okay, and then secondly, um, um, they just rednecks out there. They they racist, man. They racist. They some racist motherfuckers. I mean, just I mean, we could just go back. I mean, I ain't just saying this shit because they did me like that. They treated me like shit. Talk, called me nigger told me all that by my name Talk about my people they don't even know and i was fine i mean you know and and but i'm just saying we can go back just like recent like the job Every, i ran
1: everyone I, says I,
0: it i mean come on man who does i mean come on man they they, they call that man mama a b and they, a daddy F U, you nigga you know man come on man i mean you know, come on, man. I mean, that 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 tells you right there, man, how classless they are, man. I mean, that's why I'm gonna stay on their dog ass. And another damn thing I found out today, too, and 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 fuck them, because they ain't really getting my man Sam Cassell a fast shot over there with them with that damn fake ass, wanna bring in a minority motherfucker just to say I interviewed a black guy, and man.
1: Fuck Utah, man. I
0: mean, for real, man. Fall off the earth.
1: That's what you yeah. do. Yeah, you see who they hire? Some, one of, of yes. angels. Yeah! Ages. I'm
0: like, what the fuck is going on around here? This shit is weird, man. These motherfuckers, man. I'm I'm tired of these motherfuckers, man. It's just it's just, it's just getting bad, man. I mean, and then, not alone, I mean, shit, just, I mean, they act like there's no coaches around this motherfucker. I mean, it's I mean, there's so many other good coaches on these benches, man. I mean, just like this bullshit, Michael Jordan just hired over here, man.
1: Yeah, this shit is it's
0: crazy, crazy, man. Hey, Cassell, Cassell,
1: f- Cassell needs a shot. I mean, he everywhere yeah, he went, man. everywhere he went, he he won, and he was a point guard. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. The motherfucking coach, man. I just think, man, he did to break away from Doc,
0: level something. I don't know. I don't know if Doc holding him back or won't. You know, going and pass the torch and be like, okay, you know, just just come out and really say to these motherfuckers, doc. That's all I'm saying. Hey, okay, my man, my young protege been with me for 13, 15 years. He's ready to be a head coach. He's mm-hmm. ready now. It might take for somebody to hear you say that that he's ready. He's groomed. He's ready. He's been over here behind me long enough. But shit, I don't know if nobody wants that. You know, but still, he's been groomed, and he's he he's, he understands how to be a head coach. He knows how to run a team. You know, he knows he knows what to be expected out of being that guy that 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 to run these guys. And 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 I know he he he's not gonna let nobody take over his locker room. I know this motherfucker. You know, what I mean, I, I I mean, so I'm just saying, man. I just I mean, for Sam, yeah, that's my dog, man. I love him to death, like my little brother. And I, I'm just, I just think it's time, but I mean, it's a lot of other guys time too. I'm not just saying just for him, you know, some other guys too. I'm glad for D ham. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I like that move. You know what I mean? That's a great move. New young blood energy. You know, you got to get some, These you stop with this um, What refurbishing these old ass coaches it's a, it's, a
1: revol- it's, it's a revolving door, is what they door.
0: say. Yeah, so I'm just, it's just, it's, it's, it's just dead. Just try something new. Get one of these young, energetic-ass, young-ass guys that these guys can relate to, that they will, like, love to that play for. You know, I, you know, this guys a love to play for a guy that played in the league, that they know and they can identify with. Man, you know, a guy love to play for a guy like that, man. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, you yeah, have I a know. great relationship with those guys. man. mean, I don't understand why these people are scared to try these other – these guys that done played in the league, done won in the league, done won championship, and and then, then been over here behind a good coach for 15 years. He deserves a chance, man.
1: I hope – I hope Cassell does, and I, I agree with you. Yeah. You can look at the, the teams that had success this right. year. I mean, look at look at the Celtics, new coach. Right. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. new blood. I mean, new energy. I mean – I mean, God, man, you gotta try these guys, man. You gotta give him a shot, man. I mean, just give him a shot. Just like it's just like you're getting his like everybody keep bringing Dan Tony up all the fucking time. This shit is crazy. And the man ain't, he ain't teaching defense. The shit he's doing it, this shit don't work no more. This shit's yeah. by him. You gotta get, I mean, why well, I don't understand this shit, man. That's why I'm just fucked up. Man. Shit, I just don't
1: stand. No, no, hey, hey, he deserve it. I hope Sam Cassell gets his shot. He's one of my favorite players. I think you look at his resume, he won everywhere he Dead. was. He was the point guard. Dead. He was the leader of the team. I think right. he'll get it. I hope so. I don't know what MJ is doing there. in Charlotte with Steve Clifford. Uh, and A 90-year-old yeah. man who has yeah. never coached a good team in his life. Come yeah, come on. Come, come on, Mike. on, Mike. Come on, Mike. Come on, Mike. On, Mike. Hey,
0: so, man, I, I know. It's crazy. This
1: shit is crazy. It's crazy. Real quick going back. So you, you come out on top on Utah. That's got to feel good. You go to the finals. You got the Knicks defensive series. You got Pat Ewing, John Starks, Anthony Mason, New York's got some big boys. Series goes seven. It's back and forth. Uh, You hit the sort of deciding shot in game seven, sort of put the nail in the coffin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you, what do you remember from that series? What memories other than holding up that trophy? What, what sticks with you?
0: I didn't know that shit was a tough-ass series. I mean, mm-hmm. it was like um, two teams identical to each other. You know, one was on the West, one was on the East. The West, they feel like we played fast. And mm-hmm. on the East, they I feel like they felt like they were more of want to beat you up and, and play half for And we want to run on the West. That's what they said about us. But, I mean... Yeah, when you, when in the NBA and the finals, you got to adjust to either or. And, and that's what it became. You know, in the playoffs, it, it's not an up and down, it's like a more of a half court setting. You know? And that's what it was. And then we were just beating on each other, man. Um, I mean, uh, we won game one. Um, uh, they came back like and won
1: game two. Back and forth. Like back and forth, uh, like back yeah, and forth the whole series. Yeah, going back and forth,
0: man. It's, it was weird. And then we went up there and won game three. And then they came back and won four and five. And then we was, we was cool though with that because we already knew we had did. You know, we went back and got home court advantage back. That's what we had felt, but we really didn't. In our mind, we did when we went back and got one of those wins out of those three because we knew it was gonna be tough to get a win up there. You know, going in the garden and, and these motherfuckers ain't won a damn championship since um forever 70
1: 73 I mean,
0: good God, man so you know they it, they it, it, it was oh man and then but and then houston shit we had never won a championship ever and nothing and no sport ever until we won it that year so we were trying to get one too so it was a i mean it was back and forth and all that shit but um um we know we, we, we did what we wanted to do, get it back to houston and it did get back to houston and we knew we had to win just two games. And we knew we could do that. And but we knew it was going to be tough because that was a tough damn New York Knicks team boy. I mean, we we were so similar to each other. I mean, you can go down the line. Derek Harper, Kenny Smith, Vernon Maxwell, John Stott. Just the like the identical players. Uh Robert Ory, Charles Smith. And I mean uh, 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 Charles Oakley, oldest story. I, everything is identical and large one wow. and 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 my man big pat i mean so it was so it was it was, it was i mean identical and and,
1: and you had the coaches with the slick back hair
0: right yeah, that's right Riley. i didn't know that that's right i ain't never thought about that yeah we had the damn coaches over there with the slick back hair yeah that's true yeah. but it was a great series man i'd never forget that series man i mean I'm I'm glad we won it though. I mean uh so but um I, it was a good, just a great series, man. And I was just happy to give the city of Houston the first championship ever, man, and 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 shit. Yeah. you know, and then baseball done won two since then. So
1: nah, there's a day a I hey I'm a Yankees fan. <laughs> there is a there is Yankees fan. So one, there's, they
0: there's one an... in, then really got one they got as by one. When they were the Yeah, don't, don't damn, get me started. Like, I'm a Yankees fan too. I'm a Yankee. But I gotta get hey, they gave them the they gave them the trophies. They got the trophy. They got
1: two trophies. How do the they not? I, I know I know we're going off topic, but like
0: No, nah, that's okay. They, so I so know, so
1: so shit. so they so they just cheat and it's cool. Like they, you know, they fire the manager and it's cool, no suspensions for the players, nothing. And then, no so problem. okay.
0: So well, who was supposed to get it then? If they didn't get it, because they because they said they cheated. Well, we the know Yankees. they cheated.
1: They, they beat the Yankees in the ALCS. They, yeah. So they
0: beat the Yankees in the ALCS. So the Yankees would have went to the World Series against, who? Who'd they,
1: who'd they play, was it like? Who, who, who,
0: who, who the Astros beat that year? I forget.
1: In seventeen,
0: it, wasn't a, uh, it was a it wasn't the Dodgers. Let me look it up quickly. Yeah. Okay. So that's the damn team should have got it, not the Yankees.
1: I know. I know. But I'm, I'm just hey, I, 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 I don't know. I don't Yankee. want. I don't want a dummy ring for not even playing. I'm just saying it's bullshit. They didn't. The, they, yeah, they, they shouldn't
0: have. I agree. I agree. They shouldn't have got the ring.
1: Hey, next time, next time you're in New York, we gotta hit a game. Man, oh You heard that, Cam? Next
0: time I'm in New York, we got to hit a game. We're going to do it, too, man. I want to do it, man. i love to, man. We're going to come. We're going to come. This- we're going to come. This- we're going. Yeah, we're going. We're going. We're going. That's right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, definitely. Right. We're going to go. All right. Hey, let's uh-huh. let's
1: pick it up after. Coming back real quick, wrapping uh-huh. it up. You guys win game seven in Houston. Put an end to Choke City. It's Clutch City. The first championship, I believe, you said, in in Houston sports history. Obviously, huge emotions. Uh, next year it doesn't work out. They they bring in Clyde Drexler. Um, sort of just reflecting back on on your end to Houston, which which ended in ninety four ninety five. What thoughts did you have then? And was it w- would there be any way today that you would have approached it differently? Your your end in Houston. Yeah, I fucked up. I fucked up. I said
0: my last feeling star from a damn self feeling star. You know, and I shouldn't have did. It. I mean. I mean, I, I was getting ready to get paid, man. You know what I mean? A, a nice, damn big, nice contract. Like, that damn $25 million deal. That was big back then. You know, I was getting ready to get paid, man. And all I had to do was sit my ass over there and behind Clyde. You know what I mean? The man didn't play me one game in the, in, in the first game of the damn Utah series. Man. He put me in at the end of the game to try to make the last shot, and I missed. I got them lost. It. I was, you know, because I I he never did me like that. And then and then they didn't tell me that they were bringing Clyde in. And they never did communicate with me when I was suspended for those 10 games. And I was just like, well, damn, that's unusual. You know, because I was talking to other guys that had been suspended before. And it was like, nah, team, to stay in tune with you, stay, figure out, what's, talk to you, make sure you're working out, send somebody to work you out at your gym, you know. And, but they didn't do none of that stuff. So I was like, what the hell's going on? I, but then I found out they were bringing in Clyde. They didn't even ask me or say nothing to me. They just did what the hell they want, you know, and all the shit, after all the shit I had done, I felt like I was like, that was some bullshit. And, you know, and, uh, but like I keep telling, I keep saying to all these kids and I keep standing myself. And I learned that, right there and there, then and there that this shit is not about the name on the back, it's about the name on the front of the fucking jersey. And these kids better get, they better recognize that and know that. You know what I mean? It's it's bigger than me, you know? So, and they did what they felt like they had to do was best for the organization. They brought in Clyde and I got upset. And I went off and after the game one, I left before game two, and that was the end of the relationship and yeah. And that was the end of the Houston saga,
1: I guess, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But I mean, when, when you think about it, like, you know, they went in 95, but you probably got out at the right time. Oh, after yeah. 95. Oh, yeah. So a lot of shit happened after that. A yeah, lot of shit happened. And
0: moving, and train was
1: moved. Everybody, I mean, Scotty, 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 uh, Scotty and Barkley. In. Yeah,
0: everybody came. There's a lot of weird shit going on. And I was like, "Yeah, Barkley came in, Scotty came in. Yeah, it was it was totally it was different. That was getting a lot of uh, damaged goods back then."
1: Hmm. Well, like I told you, sort of off camera, but before I, I think that this yeah. is definitely a, a season that deserves the spotlight. I think the yeah, the, the cliche say, yeah. the the cliche thing the, the the casual fan thing to say now is, "Well, Mike wasn't there." Doesn't really count, but right? Right, right. Man, I don't know, Kenny. Can, hey, Kenny Smith on all the smoke said, no question, y'all would have beaten Jordan's yeah, ass I, even I with them. Y'all
0: gotta look at the dude the, the numbers don't lie, man. And the, man, we beat, we was beating the fuck out of them boys, man. We were beating them good. I mean, I mean, I mean, what it was nine to two over like that. that what four five years? We was beating the shit out of them boys. That would, be
1: have been, uh, that would have been fun though. I mean, Hakeem oh, Hakeem versus Mike. Had, man. I would
0: have been, I loved to have been in a seven game series. I mean in a, in a in a seven uh game playoffs yeah, series against Mike, where I had to go out there and check his ass for seven. Oh man, i would
1: I think series. I think I think he might have tried to kill you. I would have tried to kill his ass. I
0: know I would've. I know he would try to kill me. That motherfucker. He want to show me up. Well, I don't, because I just talk shit to this motherfucker. I just do all the shit nobody else wouldn't do this motherfucker. But I'm trying to get. Hey, Mike. Hey, hey, Mike. Stop with all that bullshit, too, Mike. Hey, I'm trying to get in touch with you, Mike. I'm trying to get with Jumpman, baby. I want to be with Jumpman now. I'm let squash all that shit. You know I love you, Mike. Hey, I want to get with Jumpman. I want all I got. Them get Steven Jackson. done be wearing all that pretty shit. Get me with jump man, Mike hey. Love you, Mike.
1: Hey, if it happens from that, I need a, I need a few sweatsuits, a few pairs of shoes. I'm, gonna, you, I'm gonna hook you up. I got
0: you.
1: I got you, Doc. I got you. That's All a right. done deal. All right, done deal. That's Good deal. deal. Yeah. Mad Max, this was a lot of fun. Uh thank you for hey. your time, man. I, I really appreciate, right. it. Now, appreciate it. No, appreciate for having me, man. Thanks for having mm-hmm. me, man. Thanks a lot. Thanks. Yes, sir. That is a wrap. Forgotten Seasons with Vernon Maxwell on the 94 Rockets. I will catch you next week with a fresh episode. This is your host, Dylan Dreyfus, signing off. Peace.